So even when we had like a Wii and stuff, we never got Mario Kart. We got um, Mario Party instead for some reason Great to game. my parents. Like that was the choice, right? Like it was like Mario Party or Mario Kart. Par- Mario Kart. Mario Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> <laughs> you know editing this out. You said oh, Mario Kart. No, <laughs> Mario that's Kart. horrible. Oh, I want to play that did, game. Did I, like say, game. did I say Mario Kart too? Like I feel like I might have. Uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> Welcome to the Ground Eden's Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with much more energy and my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah. I think this is the first podcast I don't actually know the topic. You actually don't. Like, what we're not is... even lying to anyone. Like, you don't know the topic because I refuse to tell you. What is today's topic? What is it? You're so scared. Oh I am. Oh my god, I yes. love it. I love the power I have in this situation, by the no. way. No. Uh, so really quickly, our topic today is why okay. is yeah. Matt and Sacco no. worse at... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh... um, why... No, no, no. I have a real question. I have a real question. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't think you are, but I'm going to go ahead anyway. So... The question today is, what is your strategy for helping newbies or noobs, as we so lovingly call them, learn a game that you love? So the first thing that you want to do is ask them to play a game of zombies with you. The second thing you want to do is not (laughs) tell them that you need to get guns or upgrade at all. You just you you pretend like they've been playing this game for just as long as you have uh, and you fuck off. And then when they ask you questions about like why they went down because like they have the starting pistol, uh, you say go hit the box yeah. and offer no context. Just hit it. <laughs> hit it. Give it a quick I melee. Remember, I remember that first game of zombies. It was uh, Black Ops Two, and you guys basically uh, sent like also so you sent me towards the box because like somebody resed me or like revived me, and then they were like. She has the starting pistol. And I was like, excuse me, what does that even mean? And then you're like, go to the box. And I was like, where's the box? And they're like, just run straight. And I was like, okay, I can run straight. And I ran straight into the lava. Um, and then I died because it was lava and everything was on fire. And nobody explained to me <laughs> that lava I bag. couldn't run into the fire. And that feels a little bit obvious in today's age and stuff, but like, That was around the time that video games, like, sometimes the fire, like, didn't actually hurt you in some video games. And so I had just assumed. Uh, And then you guys were like, oh, my God, she sucks. It's a pretty rude way. You're supposed to laugh. (laughs) 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 No, but seriously. So I uh, this question actually comes out of a uh, recent. uh, Basically, one of my friends, uh, her name is Emma. So she actually uh, bought a video game. It's a first person shooter. And so I was explaining to her how to play the game. And it occurred to me that I actually have quite a few strategies for helping new people learn video games uh, because I'm constantly roping my friends into learning them. And I was wondering what your guys' strategies were. Um, I have I have a couple follow up questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what game did Emma buy? 
So Emma bought uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War, and I will be taking a quick note here to say fuck Activision. <laughs> but uh, she did buy that, and uh, this was several weeks before the information about the lawsuit came out, so uh, we were we were playing it uh, pretty consistently then. Uh, mostly the zombies mode. All right, very cool, very cool. Um, the reason why I ask is because I think my strategy would be different depending on the game. Um, yeah right but my second follow-up question is what do you mean give advice because that implies that you have to be good at video games <laughs> my advice That's is true. to play the game on easy uh if there is a level lower than easy do that one yeah okay that's actually not terrible advice uh it's a little bit maybe basic but not terrible so that's good Saka, what's your Sacco, yeah. how about you? um again it, like, like matt said it 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 really like heavily depends on the uh, the type of game, but like if it's a competitive game, and like you are trying to teach your friend who's just playing the game and you've played the game for a while, like you just gotta keep remembering that like the strategies and like the the techniques that you've built up over the years, they don't know any of that. So you have to like maybe like like if you're playing Call of Duty, for example, like if you see them. For the first couple of matches, I know we were doing this with Emma. Just be like, "Hey, I can see you." Just for the record, I think you yeah. think you're hiding. You're, not, I can see you. So just make sure <laughs> and like give them that extra second, give them the heads up, and then that will work on their both their positioning and their reaction time. Because then they're like, "Oh, they yeah. can see me," and then they'll like try to either try to snap and look at you or try to hide better. Um. Yeah. So like, I think that's that's a big thing. Like, just take it slow. Like. Like, basically throw all the games. Like, just take it really easy. Like, shoot at them, because, like, they'll have to be able to play while being shot at. But, like, don't immediately go for a headshot, right? Like, if you can, like, see yeah. their head poke a centimeter above the barrier, be like, hey, I can see your head for the record. Like, yeah, I actually up, really, right? I, I really like that. I think the other thing that uh, we were kind of doing with Emma was uh, we were also throwing out... Uh, call outs of like hey you're a really easy shot right now like you're standing still in the middle of an open field yeah like you should hide or move while you're trying to shoot so like kind of giving her like a heads up about that um yeah and then yeah completely not just being like headshot 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 oh you suck at the game like obviously that's not gonna leave a great taste in anyone's mouth I I have a couple of things to add on to that because it's actually really I know I was kind of joking about like playing on easy like genuinely if you're playing a story game and like you aren't a gamer you don't know the controls like you're not comfortable playing on mm -hmm. easy is literally designed like if there's a story mode I absolutely love that like the game is just being like here's the story that we want you to to play along with once you're comfortable with the game you can increase the difficulty um so that was kind of a joke but like I genuinely meant it but just going on with like throwing I feel like there's like a like a bad um like a bad stigma with like throwing games and it's like i'll be playing games with people who don't play video games and like oh like don't let me win and it's like if i sit here and headshot you five times in a row you're never going to want to play video games ever again and nobody wants that yeah okay um, matt okay matt. No, so every single you're... time i play no, with no, no. you no no no. Marissa. no 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 what i was gonna say was don't pretend you're talking about a first person shooter in this scenario because I know what game you're talking about if. where you you've said you've thrown every single game you've ever played and that is Mario if, Kart. If I play Mario Kart to my full <laughs> capability, nobody's going to want to play Mario Kart with me. 
I already don't want to play Mario well, Kart with you. Because here's the thing. I never had Mario Kart. So even when we had like a Wii and stuff, we never got Mario Kart. We got um, Mario Party instead for some reason Great to game. my parents. Like that was the choice, right? Like it was like Mario Party or Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Mario Kart. Mario- <laughs> <laughs> you know editing this out. You said oh, Mario Kart. No, <laughs> Mario that's Party. horrible. Oh, I want to play that did, game. This did like I a fun say? Game. Did I say Mario Kart too? Like I feel like it might have. Uh, maybe. Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> that is that is a fun thing. My brain just decided to throw at me. Yeah. So it was either Mario Kart or Mario Party, and they were like Mario Party, so they bought that. And so that was fine, but I never had Mario Kart. So playing against you and Sacco, by the way, who are both very good at Mario Kart, is like the quickest way to make me like just leave a room. Like I, I think you brought your Switch, a uh, Nintendo Switch, yeah, up to like out to Alberta when you came to visit the one time, and we were all there, and we were playing Mario Kart, and I was just like. I don't want to, I don't, like, I just got, like, I was like, no, like, we're not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. I'm not just going to let you win again. And you were like, okay, like, I'll take it easy. And I was like, no, like, we're just not playing anymore because I don't want to play like, anymore. That's worse, right? Yeah. But, like, I was, like, 12th every time. Like, I was Nine. losing to the CPU, too. And then, and then you guys were also, like, first and second every time. <laughs> and then one time I played sixth and I was going to, like, beat Sacco or something, I remember. And then he like slammed me with a freaking shell right at the end and like passed me. And I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of this. But my, my worst, my worst uh, trait, I'll be honest with you guys, just got to be open. I'll like stay in second the entire game just to pass the person right by the finish. I'm like, oh, like, man, you almost had it that time. Like, no, you were so close. It <laughs> was great. Yeah. No, I just got lucky. I'm sorry. But that was really like you were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for us to one day stream. Mario yeah, Kart I'm gonna talk so much shit. I'm, I'm gonna come in like, Everyone in the chat's gonna be like, "No, Matt, you can't pull the shit." <laughs> um, no, I love it. But yeah, like seriously, it is. Is that actually really hard when you're playing a game that you're really good at against people who don't have that skill level because they haven't poured that much time into it, right? So like that that happens with me and Tetris for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I know I just kind of like go off about it, but like a lot of the times we'll actually play where I'll have a, a, a handicap put on um, so that you guys can actually like Compete. play a couple games and stuff. Like that, th- <laughs> There was no way to say that without sounding like a dick. I realized. <laughs> like, I handicap myself so you guys can even be competitive with me. You can get <laughs> I, can, I can drop three blocks. I have actually, yeah, we did that too where I, would, I wouldn't play for 20 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Just let me actually get something done first. <laughs> and then he would get stuff done and then I would start playing and then I would still win. And he'd be like, I, I really hate you right now. Like, I really do. Like, I hate this. And then he'd be like, but let's play again. Which is kind of the, the marksman of, marksmanship of a good friendship, I think. Is like, ah, you just kicked my ass and I fucking hate you, but let's go again. Let's do it again, yeah. Yeah, Um, I actually saw this online as well, is like when you're teaching kids how to play video games and you're playing with them is one thing that you'll do is like give yourself a handicap or a hold back uh, that like give yourself a hold back, give yourself a condition that you can't do or like you can't use this thing or you, you have to like, you know, whatever it is, but then actually go all out at the same time. Right. So like 
do a hold back where you don't start the race for 20 seconds, but then go all out. Like give them the 20 second head start or whatever head start or, you know, you can't use any like mushrooms or like Mm. you can't use any of the special things, but like you're still going to play all out. And I really liked that because it gives um, them a sense of accomplishment when they do win still because you're still going all out. Yeah, for sure. But you're not going to just destroy them every match either. So next time we play, Matt, play with a handicap and then... Maybe I won't be. We'll like, see. We'll see how that distraught. goes. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to bring it back to the uh, the question, um, some actual tips for playing games. I play a lot of battle royale games, uh, and you mean battlegrounds? I'm going to lose <laughs> my mind. <laughs> yeah. So just to bring it back to the question, uh, some actual tips for playing video games. I play a lot of battle royale games, and. Uh, a lot of people like I'm not necessarily great at them, but um, I can last pretty far in the game. And honestly, one of the biggest things that helped me was just dropping at the edge of the zone. Like, do not don't don't attempt to go to a hot spot. Don't attempt to do a hot drop. Like literally like pull your parachute or glide to the farthest edge of the map. And you might not see anybody for the entire game. And that's OK. Like, get comfortable with the guns um get comfortable with the environment and how the environment works and just fuck around on a hill somewhere and then you might die to the zone or you might get killed like the first time you see somebody but you still got to spend a solid 10 to 20 minutes in the game learning the controls and stuff like that um and i feel like that's better than like like the training zones or like the creative modes where it's just like oh yeah like there's no consequences just go and do things because you don't really you yeah. don't really like learn oh i i don't know how long it's going to take for me to glide over there i don't know what how like high i can jump or i don't know like how much fall damage i'm going to take for example yeah it's just messing around yeah, so, like in the corners really really helpful so really quickly here i i think it's funny cuz uh we played uh apex first with uh buddy virus our pod and he his advice was the exact opposite. So he liked doing hot drops once we had gotten a little bit of a feel for the guns because uh, it was like the highest learning curve of skill so that you had to basically survive really fast. And I, I don't know if that's particular to Apex, but I, I did find like doing a mix of like what you would recommend, which is like going way off to the edge and then just kind of coming in and working slowly. Doing a couple of those and then also hot dropping, like not being scared yeah. of hot drop with a whole bunch of teams because like one, no harm, no foul if you die. Honestly, hot drops, like they're 50-50 anyway, I think, even if even you if are, you are like, good, really yeah. matched in skill and stuff like that. Or if you're like mat- not matched in skill and you have somebody like really good there, like it is kind of like still luck of the draw. Sometimes you get a gun and they don't and you get the shot you want and they don't. And like it just happens. And so it feels really good when you actually get a couple kills there. But also it gives you a, a feel for like the high energy and high, you know, uh, high level of like, you know, having to use your melee, having to like really respond fast to events and you kind of get both. So I think uh, my advice with any sort of battle royale game would be to kind of play with both once you're a little bit. Again, I'd agree with you completely at the start, though. Like, get comfortable with the guns and get comfortable with the loot and, like, get comfortable with, you know, kind of the basics. But then don't be scared to do a couple hot drops just to feel out what 
playing against the enemies is actually going to feel like I, I definitely agree also just to clarify you do have like some sort of context on first person shooters so like you're comfortable aiming down the sights um you kind of know the mm -hmm. difference between like a shotgun and an lmg if you've never played like first person shooters before and you're coming from like story-based games um i think just like aiming down the sights really quickly is something that yeah. you'll learn like aim at a tree like i literally yeah, there's so many hit, times like, even random. me i i play so many video games i've been playing video games for like 15 plus years now and i'll like drop into a game if it's like one of my first couple times playing or if i'm just been playing for a long time and a little bit bored i'll just find a target somewhere and i'll be like i'm gonna shoot that wall and then i'll shoot the wall and i'll yeah. be like i'm gonna shoot the exact bullet hole that i just shot in that wall and i'll do it again and i'll just like go up and down and just and then i'll die because i'm not paying attention and i'm like oh well it's really disappointing that i'll never yeah. be able to know if i hit my shot because i couldn't <laughs> walk up to it <laughs> I, uh, the other thing you can do is if there is some sort of firing range or training ground or something in the game, which again, I've only ever played Apex so far, so I don't actually know what exists in other games. I'm assuming there's something similar, but basically I would recommend dropping in, like get a feel for some guns, get a couple that you know by name, uh, which is huge when you're looting, you know, like a couple that you really liked. So, you know, if you do see like a, a like a wingman on the ground like that was kind of my go-to in apex was like i saw a wingman i got it because i knew how it was gonna fire i knew what it was like and i could like that was steady for me and so pick a couple guns that like are gonna be steady for you they're gonna be regular ones you can go to and then use the targets for sure but then start doing things with the targets so like don't just like stand still and aim at the target start moving back and forth because the moving back and forth makes it harder for you to get shot see if you can still hit that target use the moving targets if they have them and see if you can still hit them while they're moving while you're moving because that's a different experience start doing slides like slide by something stop aim go like put little like drills on yourself so that you can get used to the controls um i think that that's super helpful in particular with any sort of first person shooter in general um but also specifically with battle royale games especially picking a gun like in every first person shooter even like the not battle royale where like i create a class i always end up picking one gun and using it exclusively until i get a little bit bored and then i'll use a different gun for one match and be like nah i'm going back to the, the original um <laughs> for any first person shooters for like zombies modes or like horde modes i'm still like there's always the one gun or it's like i will hit the random weapon box until i get that gun or i will pick a gun off the wall even if it's not the best gun in the game it's just a little bit of reliability um so especially in in battle royale games i'll be searching for for the same gun every single time it's like i know the loadout that i want um so just get comfortable with a loadout try and um like try and find the loadout that you're comfortable with um remember to heal healing is really important in any game uh, if it has a healing function, like just get in the habit of healing, like take a shot, take a heal. I know it's like a little healing bit of waste of, it's a waste of like um, resources, but if you're going to be dying relatively quickly anyways, like, yeah, I'll be at 80% health and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to heal. I only have one health pack, but I'm going to die anyway. So I might as well just get in the habit of healing mm -hmm. um, and reloading. Like I'll shoot two bullets and then reload. It's a better habit to be in than like running out and having like one bullet left and then not. Yeah, like and another thing I would recommend, um, like especially if games like have a campaign, like a Battlefield or a Halo or a Call of Duty. I know a lot of people will skip them and just go straight to multiplayer, but like play the campaign. Start on easy and like 
work their way through the campaign. It'll get you used to all the guns because usually what they do in the campaign is they'll give you like an opportunity to use basically every gun in the game. And so like it'll it'll give you a chance to get familiar with all of the guns. And then once you're familiar with all the guns, then you can step up the difficulty and you can find out which gun you like the best, which one works in what certain scenarios and that kind of stuff. And then that like all those skills translate over to multiplayer. You obviously have to apply them differently, but like they'll still like if there's a mission where you're like in a room full of people and like you have to and there could be an ambush or something and they give you a shotgun. Hey, guess what? Shotguns are probably good close up. So if you're in a small map or in a map that like you have a certain area that's like a small confined space, make sure you have a shotgun with you kind of thing. Right. Like um, I, I, the, I, I can't stress enough, like especially like working from easy mode to like uh, like a harder difficulty. Like you just get all those like the the enemies will move faster, they'll dodge your your shots, they'll like shoot at you more aggressively, like all those things that like people will do to you online. Like that's mm-hmm. a huge I think that's a huge like help. And a lot of people just don't play the campaigns, which I mean, one, I like the campaigns for the story, but it, even if you didn't care care about the story, like it's just a good way to practice hitting a moving target or hitting a target that's shooting back at you. Cause I know like a lot of these games don't have good practice modes. And so that is that is their practice mode, right? At the end of the day. Yeah, so there's a couple things I want to mention here. I love that this is the first time I've ever heard you say that you play something for the story, Sacco. So that was really interesting. <laughs> Other than Halo. I know you play Halo for the story, which is baffling because to me it doesn't have a story. Um, it's an ongoing Bad. joke. I do know that Halo <laughs> yeah. is a story to any new listeners out there. I'd like to make that clear. Please do not email me and tell me how dare I not know Halo has a start. I do know that. I just, I love to bug them. Uh, another quick thing I actually want to mention here is I love that we've gotten this way in the conversation of just giving tips to newbies. So I think we should continue on with that. I do want to say though, uh, the question was uh, to help newbies learn. So how can gamers help newbies learn like their friends learn? So I just kind of want to go back to that for a second. If you're playing a first person shooter and you have the capability to watch them, yeah. do that. If you want to help somebody get better, watch them. So uh, I think that that was the biggest thing when I was learning like Call of Duty Zombies uh, was just uh, there would be a couple of games where, you know, I would I would actually I was actually got really good at surviving. And so Sacco generally was the one I was playing with would have to, would go down and he would bleed out and he'd have to wait until the end of the round. And so he'd end up just watching my screen. And then he would start to give me tips and he'd be like, hey, like, if you do this, this will help you. If you do this, this will help you. Oh, by the way, you haven't reloaded. Hey, like, make sure you do this. Like, you've forgotten to do this. And, like, sometimes I'd be like, hey, I know, shut the fuck up. Uh, Because uh, Matt and Sacco sometimes have a tendency to backseat game, which is... Completely uh, different. Just a little bit funny. Backseat gaming is completely different than what you're talking about. Don't sit there and be like, hey, there's a zombie behind you. Hey, hey, open that door. (laughs) Yeah, hey, open that door. Hey, hey, you're not doing that right. Like it was and then they would they'd be like, oh sorry, like I didn't mean it like that. I just wanted to make sure you knew. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So, but like watch them and then just think about like what they might not be seeing in that moment and then ask them. Like, even just ask, hey, be like, hey, hey, did you know that there was a guy that you're right? If you're like playing online or something. Uh because we've also had that experience where we've watched each other. We've been like, hey, like, Matt, like, there's somebody to your right. Did you know that? And then he's like, no, shit, fuck, yeah. Or, you know, the other side of it is he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I got my eyes on him. Like, at worst, they're extra aware. At best, you've just given them a tip. And, like, sometimes that's really transferable. So I know playing uh, 
Apex with our pod, sometimes he'll end up watching because he likes to rush in and die sometimes. <laughs> so he ended up watching my screen a lot and he would be like, hey, there's somebody to your right, just so you know. And I can tell because I can hear them healing. And I'd be like, oh, cool. I, one, I didn't know you could hear people healing. So that's really good information for me. Two, I now know where an enemy is. So I'm more prepared. Like help your teammates and help them out and don't be scared to do that. And as long as you're approaching it with like goodwill, uh, they, it shouldn't come off as backseat gaming. And you can even say that like, hey, I'm just going to kind of try to coach you here, but tell me to shut up if you if you need to focus or if I'm getting annoying or something like that. So I like to use that strategy lots when I'm teaching other people how to game too, is I like to just be like, hey, why don't you jump into a match? Like if I'm able to be there in person, why don't you jump into a match and I'll actually just watch and I'll give you tips and you tell me to shut up if the tips are too much. Just And I find that that's really helpful. Just to keep going on that, like um, we've mentioned this before, like online communities can, can be really toxic. So even if you're just like, hey, I'm going to, sit here and say everything that you're doing right so that way if you do die in five seconds like hey like at least you reloaded before you ran in like hey you checked your corners yeah. like hey like you're yeah you died but you're doing a great job and just having that reassurance that like oh the the amount of time is where i'll be playing video games something you'll be like oh i would have died 10 minutes ago if that were me like yeah you yeah you didn't yeah. win that fight but you know what i wouldn't have even made it to the fight so you're doing a great job like sometimes it comes off as like um like dismissive or, or patronizing but it's like genuinely it's just like if you're a new player and it's like hey you know what like i even if we're playing in a lobby and i die first it's like yo good good job like you made it farther than me like at the end of the day if you if they feel like oh i don't want to play this game anymore like especially um like if you're if you lose your first game i feel like you just immediately you're like if you're not already into video games and you don't take it as a challenge you're like well i don't really want to play this game anymore like i'm not good at it it's like, no, like you're, you're doing a great job. And like that reassurance really, yeah, really will help. Yeah. And I think that that's important too. I know like that's something we would do with, like I do with Emma a lot when she's, you know, she'll, cause there's kind of two modes of training that we've been doing, which is one playing, just having her play against bots and then uh, just kind of coaching her through that or playing zombies, uh, which is nice. Cause at least people aren't shooting at her yeah. so she's the only one shooting in that scenario right and so you know sometimes it'll be like oh that was so good and you you use that like very stereotypical compliment sandwich where you're like okay that was so good I really like you're getting way better at like your movements and aiming down the site next time in that situation like what you could try is like popping back behind the van or the like the the cover or making sure you're near cover so you can dock like kind of giving that tip, but also acknowledging what they've already learned. Um, I find that that's also really helpful to just like remind them that they are learning good stuff, like they're doing really well, but there's also like places that they obviously can improve. So just kind of helping guide them in that direction. Yeah, like when um I when I joined the F1 league, like all the people like Giancarlo and Nick and all them had all been playing like they we were going they were going into their fifth season. So they already like been playing for probably a year or almost two years. And so they they threw me into a practice session with them. And then they stayed like we went around the lot the track a couple of times. And then they, one of them stayed in the, the garage. When you're in the garage, you can spectate. And so he was watching me. He was like, hey, that turn, like the reason you, your back end slid out because he hit the gas too hard. Like ease on the gas a little bit easier. Yeah. On that one. Or like there was like a sweeping left. And he's like, hey, like 
try not to make little movements with the stick. Like try to match the line as best as you can, because the more little movements you make, the slower you're going around the corner. And like those tips are really helpful, but they always put it in like, hey, like this happened because it wasn't like, oh, you fucked up that turn, or you like, oh, you suck, like bro. you, oh, like you suck. It was like, <laughs> yeah, right. It was like, it was like, like they told me what the consequence was, and then told me how to fix it. It was like this, like you're back inside out because, yeah. right? Like it was, it wasn't like, oh, you fucked up the turn, like you know what I mean? Like there was a positive spin to it. And it was like you entered the turn yeah. really well, but like the exit was sloppy because of the. Like you have to use on the gas or you like you, you hit the brake too late or anything like that right so like always like like you guys say like always like try to like positively reinforce any of your criticism you're like hey like you, you're shooting great but yeah like next time like just remember you can duck and heal like your your health regenerates over time so like as soon as you kill someone make sure you maybe hide if you're if you're weak or something right like yeah totally and i think that that is is like really good to remember. I I do kind of want to like, so we've been talking mostly about like more competitive or multiplayer based games. I actually have some strategies for trying to get people into gaming, which is a little bit off topic, but I'd like to kind of talk about it a bit. Um, But in particular, I find a lot of my friends will start with much more, let's say casual games, even though I, I kind of hate that title just because I don't think any casual game is actually casual because like people get really obsessed with them, which is not casual. Uh, so, you know, they kind of start with more casual games and stuff like that. And I, I find that like, if you, I don't know, if you want to get your friends into gaming, but if you have friends who are interested in getting into gaming and they, you don't really know, like, you're like, hey, download like Fortnite and we'll play together. Wow. It's like, that's, <laughs> probably not the best way rough to get recommendation to yeah like i would i would try to like base it off of their interest right so like i have a lot of friends who really like good stories like they're like avid readers or they watch a lot of films and movies and they get really engrossed in like those kinds of communities so one thing i'll often do is recommend that they play my favorite choice based games so my go-to's are uh detroit Become Human, I think that that's a fabulous one. Uh, Life is Strange, um, or any sort of the Telltale games. And the reason I usually go there first is because it lets them get used to holding a controller while also hitting commands, certain buttons and stuff like that without the um, without too much of a like learning curve, right? It's really just walking around and making dialogue choices, but it's getting them used to holding that controller and getting them kind of ingrained in, in just playing games while also feeding into their interests, which is that they really like storytelling or really good character development or stuff like that. Um, and then next, I'd usually recommend like an RPG, right? So you get that strong story base, but now you're doing more things with the controller. You're going to have to- Like combat. You know, yeah, combat. Up. You're getting into combat, potentially aiming, depending on the, the type of RPG, uh, but you're still getting that high level of story and then I would be like, "Hey, download Fortnite." <laughs> like, I would, I would, Matt's I would really kind of lonely. extend he the needs Fortnite a, He thing. needs a third. <laughs> he needs a fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, if you are looking at getting friends more interested in gaming, and they have an interest in it, they just don't know where to start. Like, that's usually my path of kind of recommendation, or getting them into something like a more casual game like Minecraft or The Sims. Yeah. And I say casual very loosely again because I just don't know anyone who's very casual about those games. <laughs> they, they seem casual, uh, and then I see people build like an exact replica of the Sixteenth Chapel, and it's like, "Hey, <laughs> how long did that take you? Are you are you all right?" 
Are you right? Are you doing bud? okay? Uh, some somebody suggested you download this so that they could play Fortnite with you, and you never, you never I'm took the Fortnite <laughs> idea. That's. But it is great for like getting into a gaming world, and I think that that's something people who are like us, like I played video games my whole life. Like I was three years old, and I remember playing like our Sega and our our Panasonic and our Nintendo and stuff like that. Like, I just remember like always having video game consoles and then, you know, getting into like Game Boy and stuff like that. And, and then moving on to Xbox, like I've always just held controllers and stuff like that. So even just getting used to how game mechanics work is like huge Mm -hmm. part of it. That's, that's definitely a huge, the amount of times I heard, Oh, like, I don't know the buttons or like, I don't like, I don't know how to, I don't know any of the controls like that's just to me is just like oh like there's some in there, there's some interest there and there's just like a like the boundary of entry I said boundary the barrier of entry is just like <laughs> sometimes it's just a little bit too much but even like what you were saying like I like how you went the story way I usually recommend like um you call them casual games I would call them like low risk games um like you can't really lose in Animal Crossing you know, like you can't really like in Minecraft, you can die, but you spawn almost immediately. Like you can't really lose in The Sims. You just like your players go down a different. No, you can <laughs> lose in The Sims. You just win differently. But it's like you, can't do... you can lose in The Sims when you've spent several weeks building. Oh, this is going to get personal. <laughs> when you've spent several weeks building a family. And then, like, making sure that they all have, like, good lives and jobs and they're happy and then they have kids. And then they, like, all their kids start to grow up. And then one of their kids, you know, turns into an adult and then it's trying to make them a birthday cake and lights the fucking house on fire. And then you kill four of them. You lost. (laughs) You lost at the Sims. (laughs) You've lost. You accomplish your goal of murdering your family. All right. That wasn't the goal with that family. You have families. Listen, the Sims world is very serious. So you have families that you murder and they are created usually with the intention of murdering. (laughs) And then you have families that you want to like watch grow and like you want them to die happy so that when the Grim Reaper comes, like, you know, they're actually like ready to go off into paradise. Uh, That was one of those families. Like, I was trying to get them to, like, the happy, like, ready to depart this world end of their story. And they burned down in their own house. It was very sad. So what I'm hearing right now is that human beings, time and time again, have proven that they should not be left with unlimited power. (laughs) We need some sort of system to regulate the amount of power people can have over other people. That is a little bit of a heavy topic. But just back to Animal Crossing, you can't really, <laughs> you can't murder your villagers. You know what I mean? Like the worst thing you can do is like chop down too many trees. And then it's like, oh, my island looks kind of ugly now. And then the next day you like come back and it's, there's going to be more trees. They're going to grow back. You know what I mean? You can get millions of dollars into debt to a fucking raccoon. He's a tanuki. I want that on record. Um, <laughs> it's like I woke up on an island and now I owe a, a fucking tanuki three billion dollars but like you don't get there overnight you know it's a slow digression and like the downsides really are it's like yeah i owe this raccoon a lot of money but like i can go to the museum i can fish yeah you know what i mean like it's not really who cares how much money you owe a tanuki (laughs) it's like a japanese raccoon (laughs) 
a tanuki when uh, you can go to the museum. Yeah, that's all like, I want cares? when I look at my mountains of debt is if, that I can go to the museum. If you don't so, talk, like everything's fine. If you don't talk to Tom Nook, you don't really like the the over looming presence of debt isn't there unless you go up to him and be like, hey, I would like to renovate my house. And he's like, hey, you owe me three million dollars. Be like, I don't want to renovate my house. He's like, cool. Have some fish. Have, have an apple. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, thanks, man. But like those games, like, are... I, I no longer want to renovate my house. I love that. Um, those are the games where I'm like, you can't really like go wrong. Like they get you comfortable holding a thing, and then you can kind of upgrade. But even like you know, like Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon, it's like, yeah, like my roller coaster is kind of ugly. But it's like there's not really a a downside, you know. Oh, but that's like such a like that's also like a Sims thing, right? Like because you start building houses and you're like, yeah, that one's ugly, but like that's fine. They can live there. Like I'm not really gonna murder them in a week. Hey, hey, I just explained the situation with the murdering of the Sims. Okay, it's it's all good. (laughs) We're all. It's always on purpose, even if it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Just to, <laughs> yeah, so just to bring it back to tips for the, uh, or Sacco, do you, is there games that you would recommend to people if, if you want to get them into gaming? Um, no. Awesome. No so anyways, Marissa. There's no way Sacco has games because Sacco, when he found out that I played video games was like, didn't qualify it. Like he wasn't like, what kind of video games? He was like, let's play Zelda. <laughs> So there's absolutely no way. I have games. No way. Peggle. Okay. Oh, there's no way you recommend people every play time you speak. There's no way. Every time you speak, I just wonder if you're secretly being paid off by like a specific gaming studio or something, because your recommendations are never like they're never normal. Like there's peg. no way you recommend people play Peggle. Listen, Peggle. There's no way. Who paid you? Pe- Peggle gives you. Is it Tom Nut? Just, no. <laughs> No, the um when the popcap games. <laughs> every every game has a certain set of skills. There's a lot of precision in Peggle, and so like that, I think is a good thing to work on. Portal's another one. It's like a it, you kind of oh, work oh, on like movement it. and and the aiming and that kind of stuff, right? But there's no there's very little consequences. Like in Peggle, like whatever you lose the level, you lose the level. Portal, you fall in a hole, whatever. You start at the beginning of the level again. Like there's no there's no like dire consequences. I will say, I will say, Portal is fine. Portal is actually a great recommendation. Um, it, it is a little bit weird to recommend to people who want to get into gaming because it would require them to have an older console. So that is kind of like a drawback. But I do love the like focus you're giving on uh, Portal. The thing with Portal is, is you have to make sure that they like puzzle games. Because mm-hmm. if they don't like puzzle games, they're going to have a bad time. This is true. This is true. <laughs> So I really, I really hate to digress the uh, conversation or diverge the conversation, but I said PopCap Games and I was like, wait a minute, I know that company. Uh, and I looked it up and I remembered one of the greatest games I've ever played. And I just want to describe it to you guys because there's no way you'll believe me. Um, have you heard of Insane Aquarium? Insane Aquarium? No. It's a game by the uh, same people who make Peggle. The objective of the game is to uh, just have a fish tank. Uh, you start with goldfish and then like the more you... Uh, level them up you can get more goldfish and then you have to fight off the alien invasion oh i'm sorry <laughs> the alien invasion that that escalated 
very it's quickly. Just, uh, escalated quickly. So you just you have some fish. Uh, you can get goldfish. I like how you're making fun of me for playing The Sims and potentially murdering a family or two, but you played a game in which you went from wanting to just take care of some goldfish to having to fight off an alien. Yeah, race. you gotta get like your piranhas to attack them and like <laughs> you gotta get your piranhas to attack them, but it's, it's... definitely much like no, it's not crazy like the Sims. No, it's, it wasn't intentional murder. It was just accidental guppy murder. I'm so oh. sorry to take it there, but uh, I just I had to bring that up. Insane Aquarium, look it up. Um, I'm I'm so right, sorry so I, got, I got sidetracked. Peggle and Portal. <laughs> Any other P games that you'd recommend? Uh, uh, no, I can't think of any other P games. No. Was there another game in general? No, not that I could think of. Like those are like, and then like obviously like. I if, again, if you want to get into like a, a first person shooter, I would start with the campaign, because uh, so, that's going to yeah, be your yeah, that's biggest. Fair. That's gonna be your best way of learning the controls. If you don't have someone like to, who will coach you through it, right? That's the biggest I, thing. I, I would like to take a moment here to just say uh, we're not pushing that first person shooters are like the end game either. Like if you're happy playing RPGs and that's like that's golden. Like and if you want your friends to get into RPGs, like. I actually have a, a couple of like things I would keep in mind or things I keep in mind when I'm recommending RPGs to people. Uh, and I hope you guys are okay because I'm kind of shifting gears here a little bit. But basically, uh, when you're recommending any sort of RPG or any story-based game, be very realistic with yourself about what parts of the game you hated. <laughs> because I find that a lot easier to get people into them. So for example, if there's a slow part of the beginning of the game, just be really honest with the person you're recommending the game to. Like, hey, like at the beginning of the game, it's going to feel really slow and you might get a little bit lost of what to do. Like, don't feel bad that happened to me too. Like, just being really realistic about what happened to you in the game too is like really helpful to like not have them set it down and never pick it back up. The again. first 80 hours were horrible, but the final cutscene, worth it. Amazing, <laughs> worth it, 100%. Uh, maybe just don't recommend that game actually. Uh, I did do this with uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, though, for Sacco. I know he doesn't play a lot of RPGs, and I was, like, pushing for him to play more RPGs. And his issue was, was when he picked up Dragon Age Inquisition for the first time, uh, he got lost. And he got, like, unfocused, and then he was like, I, I just never picked it back up. And it's because they have the beginning of the game set up really weird where it's like high energy, high energy, high energy, and then they send you out into the hinterlands with really no direction. Um, like you're supposed to go talk to somebody, but like after you talk to that person, there's no direction given to you on like what you should do next. And I found a lot of my friends would just get to that part and then quit. That's what I did. Because they 100%. wouldn't feel the need to come back in. So giving kind of recommendations of like, hey, like, you're going to get sent to this place called the Hinterlands. And basically all you need to know is you're talking to some guy about his horses. After you do that, make sure you go back to Haven. And that was always my thing. Like I just told them to go back to Haven, go back to your home base. And then like, you'll get more information and you'll get more quests and like cutscenes and stuff. And the story will kind of pro progress from there. Um, I found that just super helpful, and I, I hope that helped you, Sacco, when you were playing Dragon Age Inquisition it did, to yeah. not lose focus again. Yeah, because I didn't. I the, the hardest thing was like there were so many side missions, and I didn't know which ones would progress the story and which ones were like, oh, like this is just here so you can level up kind of thing. Because I was playing on easy, so I didn't have to grind very much, and I was just like, I have no idea yeah. what I'm doing. I was like, I opened the quest book, and there's eighty things in here, and I I don't know which ones are which, and I don't know what's happening. 
That's exactly what just, happened to yeah. me. Yeah, right? Like, I just got Yeah, so I would say, like, just be really... If you're, like... You have a friend who's new at playing RPGs as well. Like, just explain that. There's going to be a lot of grinding. Um, but if they ever lose focus, to just let you know, like, you can kind of guide them on, like, what quest to do next or how to level up or, like, how to make it easier. And just kind of being open to them about that and then being really honest. Like, hey, there's one quest that really sucks. Like, I found that that was helpful, too, because then when they got to that quest and they hated it, too, they wouldn't be like, oh, this this whole game sucks. They would be like, oh, you know, like, Marissa said she really loves this game, but she hated this quest. So I just got to get through get this through, quest. Yeah. No big deal. That's actually a really good way of looking at it. Just just to clarify, though, with the whole, like, first-person shooter thing, I think that that's, like, the easiest. Those games are a little bit easier to, like, recommend just because if you ask me what my favorite video game is, it's going to be, like, one of the Legend of Zelda's or, like, one of the Final Fantasies. And it's, like, what game did you play the most? Like, uh, Kingdom Hearts. And then it's, like, what game should I play? And it's, like, I don't know, COD. Like, like Apex Legends, Fortnite. Like, those games that take... It wouldn't be COD. Fuck COD. Um, it would be Fortnite or like Apex Legends. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, but it's like, I'm not going to recommend somebody play a 90 hour game. Like, especially if they're getting into oh, video games. It's just like so nice. <laughs> you're so nice to your friends than I am. Like, I'm literally like, hey, go play Dragon Age Inquisition. Do you have 120 hours to or kill? Or The Witcher 3. <laughs> the Witcher 3. Like, the Witcher 3, which has like the most side quests. I think there was one guy who actually went and he like did all the side quests and it took him like a thousand like, hours. Why do you want? I'm not going to recommend that to somebody. You know what I mean? Especially if they're like, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get into gaming. Hey, do you have the rest of your it's life? It's true. <laughs> to beat this one game. I, I have. So actually like. Emma, Emma has to listen to this podcast because I've talked about her way too much. But Emma was one of the ones who was like, you would really like The Witcher 3. It's a large game, though. So, like, don't pick it up if you don't want to get lost in a world. But I also know that she is the kind of person who likes to dive into those worlds really deeply. So, like, yeah, you want to dive into a world? Here's a thousand hour game for you, Emma. Merry Christmas. I'll see you later in the year when you're basically cosplaying Yennefer uh that's kind of like what i would expect so i guess it's kind of know your audience too yeah and just with the side quests like i know i got lost in dragon age but if you're playing like a big rpg or like a big story game and there's a lot of side quests i feel like if you skip all of them like especially the early ones they definitely help you get comfortable with the controls um don't get lost in it like keep keep your side open like if you're playing final fantasy 15 and like you're just doing straight missions I assure you by like the third chapter, you're going to start getting like destroyed by bosses. And it's like, why do I suck? And it's like, you don't suck. You just, the game expected you to spend way more time in the wildlife. Um, So your yeah. two options are to like go find an enemy and kill them and then respawn them and then kill them and respawn them and kill them or do a bunch of side quests. Um, So don't, don't skip out on the side quests. Like my tips for, for like the big RPGs is pretty much like the side quests are usually there like, yeah, they help build up the story, but they also help you level up significantly quicker than yeah. just fighting. Yeah, and I, I'd say one more thing about that is don't be afraid to like pull up uh, a walkthrough. Like a walkthrough that is spoiler free. Mm-hmm. Uh, even just to get the names of the missions that you like re- people recommend for you to do. As as we're saying, like people spend like one playthrough for an RPG, I would expect anywhere between like 40 minimum hours to like 80 plus, right? Like I'm expecting to have to spend like potentially hundreds of hours, but at least like 
40 to 80 hours in this game. So like, think of how many people have already done that multiple times, like just trust their guidance, like they they know which missions are kind of worth spending on and which ones aren't going to be that interesting, and can help you kind of guide through it without um, feeling lost. Because like, that's the last thing anyone wants is for you to be like loaded into Dragon Age Inquisition and get lost in the hinterlands. Nobody wants that. All right, that being said, I will want to transition really quickly into what we are currently playing. Uh, we did not do this in our last podcast, so I just thought it would be fun to do for this one. And since Matt usually goes first, I'm going to flip it over to Seth. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, me, Matt, and Marissa have all been playing a lot of Apex Legends. Um, Thank you for stealing my answer. No problem. We, Thank you for stealing No problem. Um, and we started, um, the new season for uh, the F1 league. So I've been playing a lot of that. Um, so yeah, I would say Apex Legends and F1. All right, Matt. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I have it on good authority that we will actually have completed it. Um, but because Sacco decided to have, uh, fun without us, uh, me and Marissa have been playing a way out. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it past tense because we beat it um if you want to go check that out we streamed it so if you go to our twitch account you should be able to look up the past videos but a way out um very fun very great co-op game and like sacco said um a lot of apex legends uh i absolutely love it i love battle royale games as you guys know and apex really really is fantastic i love the whole legends things yeah. and the different classes like definitely an a plus game yeah, I will say really quickly, if you're having trouble finding a way out, it might be because it's been over two weeks and Twitch doesn't keep those on video on demand past two weeks. So uh, you can actually find that on our YouTube channel if you're looking for our playthrough of a way out, which was mostly me and Matt being kind of like shits to each other and then also like literally being like the best of friends. So it was quite fun. The best of friends who don't know how uh, Twitch works. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really quickly, obviously, as all the other heathens have mentioned, I have been also playing a lot of Apex Legends. Absolutely fully in love with that game. Cannot recommend it enough. That being said, I am also playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption. You can check out those videos on our Twitch and YouTube accounts as well. Um, and I will be streaming that one for a while because it is not a like five hour playthrough like a way out. <laughs> so it will be um, quite the RPG to get through. So um i'll be playing that one for a while so with that uh thank you guys so much for listening today if you like our content make sure you go and follow and even subscribe to us on twitch uh we also have some videos on youtube if you're interested in that highly recommend subscribing over there as well uh we're also on social media so we are on all the good ones at least we are on tiktok twitter facebook and instagram all at crowned heathens so we're pretty easy to find Make sure you give us a follow there. Otherwise, thank you again so much for joining and we will definitely catch you in the next one. Hey, what are you guys doing right now? playing apex legends want to go play some apex legends <laughs> i stole your joke god damn it <laughs>